Hello, everyone. Welcome to the what used to be called the Mark and SEO podcast is now called Marco at the Darko. That's a new name of my podcast. That's our big announcement. I was announced on Facebook about my podcast that uh, I'm changing my name on my podcast. I make it more interesting, more spicy, if you will. <laughs> that makes sense. Or more like I have a story behind the name. There's a story behind the name, and I'll share it with you guys. So my new name of my, my podcast is Marco After Darko. Again, that's capital M A R K L E after capital A F T E R Darko. Capital D A R K L E. Now the reason for that name is uh, I work nights and um, I think I do it just to keep saying because you know I'm, I'm a, I prefer days, but I'm going to school during the day, so nights is a better option for me. And uh, I kind of, you know, have a little fun. Like around 11 o'clock at night when that comes around, I kind of have a little fun and be funny and stuff like that. And people always call me Mark on the Darko. And there's two people I want to thank for that name. And uh, one is named Nicole. So I, used to, I used to work with her. Hi, Nicole. And the other person is Amanda, somebody I currently work with. Um, she's now a driver at my work. And uh, so I want to thank them both. And if I make millions of this podcast, you'll get a portion of that money. Maybe. Well, well, this guy said, I will give you some kind of a portion. But, you know, for now, let's enjoy my podcast. Okay. Marco at the Dark. Welcome to the Marco at the Dark podcast. Marco at the Dark. Marco at the Dark. Make sense? <laughs> okay. Uh, so yeah, so um, first of all, I want to congratulate my local hockey team, the Colorado Avalanche, for winning the Stanley Cup Hockey World Champions. Go Avs! And uh, yesterday, and my next door neighbor and I, William Fru, um, we went to see the new Top Gun movie, which I highly recommend. You know, I uh, to me, it's one of the greatest sequels I ever seen of a movie. That one and part two of Godfather were two of the best sequels I've seen. I enjoy Meet the Fockers, too, a lot better than the first one, Meet the Parents, and even the third one, for that matter. So that's when I think the sequel is better than the first. Well, I mean, the original Top Gun is awesome. It's a classic. Uh, the new one was great. It's up there. I'm not a big Tom Cruise fan because of his Scientology background. But I will say I like it for his movies. I like Top Gun 1 and 2. Jerry Maguire, and the Days of Thunder. That's about it. <laughs> That's how I like them. I can't really get into Mission Impossible. I saw the first one. I didn't see the other ones. I kind of lost track, like, how many there were after the second one. So I'm like, oh, okay. I guess there's a new one coming out next year. I'm here, so that's good. Anyway, uh, so, yeah, it's been a few weeks since I did my last podcast. I didn't do it, a video of it. Uh, that being said, I want to announce, like I said, I changed my name on my podcast to Marco at the Darko. Marco at the Darko. Sorry, I keep saying that because I'm trying to, I'm a little nervous. I'm a little, I'm excited, I guess you can say, but I'm not, you know, I'm, it's not plain as day, like the Mark and Escudo podcast. Like you see people's names on podcasts, people do it differently. Like it's okay to use your name in a podcast and make it interesting. Like Joe Rogan uses the Joe Rogan experience, not a Joe Rogan podcast. So, okay, that sounds really, you know, the word experience, to me, it sounds a lot 
interesting compared to like, hey, this is the Joe Rogan podcast. Or this is the Mark and Lucido podcast. Make it interesting. Have it, there's a story behind the name. And it's going to be funny too when people come across it. Like, huh, Mark, 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 what's this about? This is interesting. Well, now you know. So again, this is a Marco Avadarko podcast. This Marco Avadarko, no podcast. It's a podcast, but no. This Marco Avadarko. That's my podcast. And that being said, too, I'm gonna change my YouTube name to something else, not to confuse anybody. But I'm hoping if next week I will change my YouTube name, something more music. Send a podcast about music overall. I'm doing like a more of a music theme of my name on YouTube. You know, it makes to me it makes sense. So hopefully that'll be next week. I'm trying to think of a good name for my YouTube channel. Like Mark's Music Experience or Mark's Musical Carnival or Mark's Musical Extravaganza or Mark's Musical Bonanza or something like that. Something interesting, something that will have good taste and draw audiences to my podcast. Even though if I do a podcast that's outside of music, that's okay. Anyway. So, Marco Avendarco. I'm excited about that. <laughs> I keep saying that because I'm excited. I, I am. I'm excited about it, but I'm also nervous because I'm kind of talking a little faster. I just want to get it off my chest. It's like, hey, this is the new name of my podcast. Enjoy it. And I'm drinking here grape flavored crystal light. And you got to. Mm. Oh, one more thing, too, I want to announce. My neighbor, I went to some movie with yesterday, William Frew. Him and his wife, Susan, all know in business together. It's a plumbing company here in Colorado called Sunshine Plumbing and Heating. So if you're looking for a good plumber, call Sunshine up. Anyway, so let's, my new, my today's podcast is going to be my history of music series I'm working on. It's uh I'm going to go into March of 1967, moving on in the year. Uh, I'm pretty excited about it. It's going to be a pretty informative podcast. Maybe not too bad, but a couple of things that's, uh, that I'm going to make a deal, big deal about here. So anyway, um, so yeah, and the only source I use for this podcast is Wikipedia. So, yep, that's it. Wikipedia. So Enjoy. And let's get started. Uh, flies bugging me here. There's a fly flying around here. I'm gonna smack him up. Hey. Okay. Marco F. Darko. <laughs> okay, March 1967. Okay, R&B group Jane the Techniques released the 45 Apple Peaches Pumpkin Pie. Yum, yum. Jazz trumpeter Herb Albert and the Tijuana Brass released the 45 Casino Royale. R&B singer Bretton Wood releases the 45 The Oogum Boogum Song. Oogum Boogum. San Francisco's Big Brother and the Holding Company featuring Texas native Janis Joplin as lead singer releases the 45 The Down on Me. The Parade released the 45 Sunshine Girl. Fly. Fleetwood Mac were formed in London, England. Originally a blues band that the original lineup consisted of Peter Green, vocals, lead guitar, harmonica, 
Jeremy Spencer, vocals and slide guitar, piano, Bob Brunning, bass guitar, and Mick Fleetwood, drums. After a few months, Bob Brunning left and was replaced by John McVie. This here's a picture of the original lineup with Bob Brunning, Bob, Bob excuse me, too many Bs. Uh, you see that? That's Bob Brunning right here. Finger in it. Right here. Bob Brunning, the rest of the band. This is them after with John V. Oh no, it's his junior. It's Peter Green, John McVie, Jeremy Spencer, and of course, Mick Fleetwood. Yep. Okay. Long Beach, California's The Nitty Gritty Dirt Man released their self-titled debut album. Elements from the album include country, country rock, folk rock, bluegrass, and skiffle. Country, country rock, and country, and country, country rock, and bluegrass became the traditional sound of the Nanny Gritty Dirt Band. Highlights from the album include Buy For Me In The Rain and Candyman. And then an article I wanted to print out, but I didn't do it. I totally forgot about it. But it's an article because then again, they didn't get a drink man from California originally, but they um, have a Colorado connection as well. And I want to show that. So maybe next week I'll do that article about their Colorado connection. Then they need, they need a great drip man. Okay. New York's Velvet Underground releases their debut album, The Velvet Underground and Nico. Members of the band are Lou Reed, Bogos Guitar, Wales native John Cale, Electric Viola, piano and bass guitar. Sterling Morrison, rhythm guitar, bass guitar. And a female, Maureen Tucker, on drums, percussion. German singer, actress, and model, Nico, was hired by, the, by artist Annie Warhol to sing with the band on the album. Nico sang lead on three songs. The album was produced by Annie Warhol himself. On the added note, the band favored heroin over LSD. Wikipedia gives more of an in-depth take on the album and influence it had. It was recorded in 1966 while the band were featured on Annie Warhol's Exploding Plastic Inventable Tour. The album features experimental performance sensibilities and controversial lyrical topics including drug abuse, prostitution, uh, I can't pronounce this word here, uh, Saddam I don't even say it. It's spelled S A D O M A S O C H I S M. And sexual deviancy. It sold poorly and was mostly ignored by contemporary critics, but later became regarded as one of the most influential albums in the history of rock and pop music. Described as the original artwork record, the Velvet Underground and Nikos served as a major influence on many subgenres of rock music and forms of alternative music. That's my clock. Let me keep on going here, I'm sorry. Including punk, garage, crot rock, post-punk, shoegaze, goth, and indie. In 1982, musician Brian Eno stated that while the album has only sold approximately 30,000 copies in its first five years, everyone who brought one of those 30,000 copies started the band. 
2003, it ranked 13th on Rolling Stone Magazine's list of the 500 greatest rock albums of all time. In 2006, it was inducted into the National Recording Registry of the Library of Congress. The Velvet Underground and Nico is notable for its overt description of topics such as drug abuse, prostitution, sadism, and masochism, and sexual deviancy. I said that. I'm Waiting for the Man describes a man's efforts to obtain heroin, while Venus and Furs is a nearly literal interpretation of the 19th century novel of the same name, which itself prominently features accounts of BDSM. Heroin details an individual's use of drug and the experience of feeling its effects. Lou Reed, who wrote the majority of the album's lyrics, never intended to write about such topics for shock value. Reed, a fan of poets and authors such as Raymond Chandler, Nelson Algren, William S. Burroughs, Allen Ginsberg, and Hubert Selby Jr. saw no reason the content in their works could not translate well into rock and roll music. An English major who studied for a BA at Syracuse University, Reed said in an interview that he thought joining the two gritty subject matter and music was obvious. That's the kind of stuff you might read. Why wouldn't you listen to it? You have the fun of reading that and you get the fun of rock on top of it. Though the album's dark subject matter is today considered revolutionary, several of the album's songs are centered on themes more typical of popular music. Certain songs were written by Reed as observations of the members of Andy Warhol's factory superstars. Femme Fatale in particular was written about Eddie Sedgwick at Warhol's request. I'll Be Your Mirror, inspired by Nico, is a tender and affectionate song. In stark contrast to a song like Heroin, a common misperception is that All Tomorrow's Parties was written by Reed at Warhol's request, as stated in Victor Balkris and Gerald Malanga's Velvet Underground biography, Uptight, The Velvet Underground Story. While the song does seem to be another observation of factory denizens, <laughs> Reed wrote the song before meeting Warhol, having recorded a demo in July of 1965 at Ludlow Street. It had folk music sounds, which was possibly inspired by Bob Dylan. The album cover of the Velvet Underground and Nico is recognizable for featuring a Warhol print of a banana. Early copies of the album invited the owner to peel slowly and see and peeling back the banana skin, revealed a flesh-colored banana underneath. A special machine was needed to manufacture these covers. One of the causes of the album delayed release. The MGM paid for costs, figuring that any ties to Warhol would boost sales of the album. Most reissued vinyl editions of the album do not feature the POF sticker. Original copies of the album with the POF sticker feature are now rare collector's items. A Japanese reissue LP in the early 1980s was the only reissue version to include a banana sticker for many years. On the 1996 CD reissue, then an image on the front cover was, while the image of the pale banana is on the side of the jewel case. Beneath the city itself, the album was repressed onto heavyweight vinyl in 2008, featuring a banana sticker. There was rumor once that after peeling the sticker off, you were able to smoke it. Perhaps this was a reference to Donovan's electric banana phrase from Mellow Yellow. 
A track listing goes as follows. Let me pull up the tracks right here, okay? Perfect. Okay, side one, the album. Sunday morning, I'm waiting for the man. Femme Fatale, Venus and Furs, run, run, run. All tomorrow's parties. Side two, heroin. There she goes again. I'll be your mirror. The Black Angels death song and European sun. It's a track listing. And this is the cover of the album right here. If you want to see it. And famous banana Andy Warhol painted. And this is the picture of the band himself. I'll show you who's who here. Lou Reed, Nico, uh, Sterling Morrison, Marine Tucker, and John Cale. There you go. Oh, come on now. Wait. Cheers. Happy Friday, y'all. <laughs> March 9th, British band and Dave Clark 5 released the 45. You got what it takes. You got what it takes, y'all. Well, let me down. Do better. Or as man, I'm, I'm a work with saying, do better, Mark. Do better. <clears throat> I'm kidding. March 10th, British band Pink Floyd released their debut 45, Arnold Lane, a song that was about a news story that, about a man who was stealing women's garments around the Cambridge, England area. <laughs> uh, March 10th, uh, British uh, singer-songwriter Cat Stevens released his first album, Matthew and Son. And Matthew and Son was really the only hit of the album had. It's a pretty good album. That's the picture of it. The clean shaven Cat Stevens. March 10th, R&B singer Aretha Franklin releases her 10th album, I Never Loved a Man the Way I Loved You. Highlights from the album include Respect, I Never Loved a Man the Way I Love You, and Do Right Woman, Do Right Man. Critics will agree that this was her masterpiece album. This is the cover right here, the album. Good album, CD of it. Yeah, I still collect CDs. Uh, March 17th, the Jimmy Hendrix Experience released the 45 Purple Haze. March 17th, San Francisco's The Grateful Dead released their self-titled debut album. Highlights from the album include The Golden Road to Unlimited Devotion, Cold Rain and Snow, Cream Puff War, Morning Dew, and New New Minglewood Blues. And this is the cover of the album. It's a good album. Oh, and a garnish sugar. And yes, the one in Uncle Sam hat, that's Jerry Garcia. Kind of red hair, reddish hair right here. Bob Weir, my favorite member of the band. Yeah. That's all I have today. Anyway, uh, I'll take it up later. Um, Thank you for tuning in.
Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, next week, hopefully next Thursday, like I always been doing, I'm going to try to cover the article I want to read about the nitty-gritty group man and the connection with Colorado. And uh, uh, that'll be it for next week. Um, anyway, for now, uh, have a great week. Have a great weekend. Have a happy 4th of July. Stay safe. Uh, don't do what I want to do. When I was a kid, I had a spark in my hand. I accidentally dropped it, burnt my leg. Hurt like a hurt like a bitch. Not a woman, you know. What I mean, you know what I mean, hurt like a pain in the ass. You know, it's pain in the ass, right? So, anyway, that's all I have for today. Again, so again, next week's gonna be about Nanny Green Dirt Man and then the connection to Colorado, an article I want to read. And uh, tune in for that. If you like my podcast, please follow it on apps such as Spotify, iHeartRadio. Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts, and follow my YouTube channel, which is now still called the Mark and Escudo Podcast. But I'm going to change it hopefully next week. Um, even though my podcast is officially called the Marco Epidarco. So uh, tune in for next week. Uh, again, enjoy. Stay safe. God bless and thank you. Goodbye. Goodbye.